Welcome to Do Not Listen to This Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Wilkerson, and I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody that's been sending me emails that have been listening to the first three episodes of this uh, venture. I'm extremely grateful, and everything is helping to integrate some uh, content into the future episodes. I, I want to recap. The first three episodes focus on mindset. And remember, this series is designed to help people to create a business uh, from nothing to something. And so the mindset episodes, the first three are probably the most important because they will help you to identify whether or not you should even be doing this thing called entrepreneurship. And by the way, it is not for everybody. And I think that's a, a message that gets lost. Now, entrepreneurship is for a certain type of person. It's not just something that everybody should or could do. And that's a really, it's not easy. Now, there are, are going to be days, and, and I've had them, where you have no money in your pocket. There's going to be days when you have a substantial amount of money in your pocket. And you have to be able to feel comfortable in both of those situations. And, and that's really not an easy task. And it, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes experience. And it takes a little bit of mentorship. So the next three episodes, we're going to hone in on products, services, and pricing, and how to do that. This is um, not an easy piece of the puzzle, but it is one that is important to spend some time talking about. And I'm going to say this on the outset. Your concept of pricing, or I'll say it this way, our concept of pricing our products is going to change depending upon the market that we have, uh, the customer's base that we have, and the things that are emerging. And if you can keep that in mind in these next three episodes, that's going to help quite a bit. This one is called, Are We Selling a Product, Service, or Both? And the key concept here is, what are our fixed costs? And very important to include paying ourselves here. This is what so many people miss, forget, fail to remember. I was guilty of this for many years. Uh, I made this mistake, and I don't think I've met any entrepreneur that hasn't made this mistake, but it is really, really important to understand our fixed costs. Once, once we understand our fixed costs, then a lot of the um, tools that we use to analyze our sales uh, and our growth become much more uh, usable information. If we forget to include paying ourselves, then we're working with some, some bad data. So we're going to get into that in this episode. The next two episodes after this are going to be margins matter and markets matter. And that's going to be about some other things uh, containing to pricing and market share and customers. But let's get into, are we selling a product, a service, or both. So for most of you taking a, a nothing to something approach, it is probably going to be some type of consulting service or some type of coaching service or some type of um, service that you can provide for somebody uh, because they either don't have the time to do it or they don't have the skill and, or, you know, you might be an accountant and they might not have that, that mindset. 
Uh, it could be any of those types of things. So most people that start a business from nothing are focused in this service space. Now, some may have a product, and that's okay, too. Now, that product might be a book. It might be a, a, a tangible product like, um, you know, a cup or um, anything that is, is, is tangible. And if you think in terms of that the products are tangible, meaning people can hold them, they can understand them, they know that once they purchase it, they're taking that away and it's theirs. The service is more intangible and it's very, very difficult for the buyer because the buyer isn't sure what it is. And that's why closing sales in a service situation is a little bit more challenging than a product. And some of you may have both. You may have, um, uh, for example, people that are speakers may write a book and then the service is the speaking. And most people that do that understand that they won't make as much money from the book as they will from the actual speech, uh, speaking or consulting or any of those types of services that they're, that they're doing. Now, uh, so where do we start on this? Well, if you want to succeed, it is best in the beginning to focus in on one of those. If you're going to sell products, sell the products. If you're going to sell a service, sell the service before you jump into both. Now, why do I say that? Because don't forget that as an entrepreneur that's, got, that's gone through the mindset stuff and says, okay, yes, I'm gonna do this. Moving forward, the vast majority of decisions that you make are gonna be wrong. And they're gonna be wrong not because you're not smart, they're just gonna be wrong because you're not gonna have all the information, you're not gonna have the experience of making those decisions. As you make those decisions and they are wrong, you will learn from them, hopefully, and take that into changing the way you make future decisions. But that learning curve usually takes years. And for some people, it takes decades. That's why um, starting early on entrepreneurship is good because you can get a lot of that out of the way. However, starting late is also just as good because in life you will have learned some of those choices that are not so smart for you and that will also apply to they won't be they won't be magically smart in business okay now that said uh, there are some of you that are not going to listen to that and that's okay and you're going to do your product and you're going to do your service together and that's fine too there's no um again there's no one way to or through entrepreneurship just it is a very fluid and individual uh, process. So let's talk a little bit about products. So products, um, again, we're going to have a fixed cost in that product. And that's going to be whatever it costs to get that product made. And that is um, very, very important. So let's say you're a craft person and you're making art. 
uh, you're going to have some cost of goods, some materials that you have to pay for. Those are all fixed costs. But guess what else is also a fixed cost? Your time. And so many people forget that they have to figure out how they're going to pay themselves for their time. And they also have to identify what, what their time is worth. Now, some of that is, is up to you and some of that is up to the buyer. Your fixed cost in that kind of scenario of developing, let's say, an art product that you sell maybe on the weekends or whatever or online, that's going to be whatever the cost of the goods are for the materials for the art plus what's your hourly rate and how many hours did it take you to create that art? If you, if you're, if your fixed costs were say $100 for tangible things that you needed to make your product, it's going to be a hundred. If it takes you four hours and you say to yourself, okay, my hourly rate is $25. That's another hundred dollars. So that, that the fixed costs for those products were $200, which means you have to price them higher than that so that you can make a profit. And we're going to talk more about margins in the next episode, but I want to just foundationally get you this concept of that when you're looking at costs, don't just look at what you purchased to make your product. Okay? Now, Let's shift over gears to service because service is a little bit different, right? Because you're going to sit there and say to yourself, well, you know, it's really just my time. However, that's not true. In the service business, you have two time components. You have the time that you're working with the client plus the time that you're not working with the client. Now, from the client's perspective or the buyer's perspective, it's really important to understand that when you are spending direct time with them, they understand that. They get that. They know that that hour was theirs. When you are not in front of them, that's when it gets a little tricky. If you say to a client, okay, I worked for this on five hour, for five hours and they were with you for one, they're not going to have any problem with the one, but they are going to have a problem with the four because they're going to say, well, how do I know that? And they're going to, be, they're going to become uh, doubtful, antagonistic. So how do you pay attention to that? Well, you do it in real time. Most people forget to track their time, and I'm just as guilty of this in the beginning. I do it, I do it now and typically what I do now is I'll do one quarter a year of time tracking, meaning that for 90 days straight, I will track my time. Now, there's all kinds of ways to do that. You can use it. You can do it through some apps. You can do it manually. But in that quarter, I will track my time. How much time am I putting into things? And also how much time am I not putting into things? And I have to be honest with myself in that time tracking. So I need to know, okay, am I really working or am I just screwing off? And that's okay. Screwing off time is, is fine. Everybody's going to do that. But how much am I really working? How much am I screwing off? That kind of stuff I have to do. And then I can kind of get a handle um, on what my real time is for a client. 
and then charge accordingly. And again, I'm looking at fixed costs, and this is where it's harder for fixed costs for most people because it's very hard for people to ask for a specific dollar rate for services because sometimes they don't feel they're worth it. The best trick to get through that is to understand you are worth whatever the client pays you for your services. You know you're at the right price on something when the client is negotiating. Let, let's give you an example. Let's say, let's say I'm doing a consulting service and the person comes to me and they talk to me and they decide they want to work with me and they say, how much, how much do you charge? And I say, uh, $50 an hour. And they say, okay, great. Send me a bill. I know at that point in their mind, I have either underpriced my services or they're just saying yes to anything. Now, if I've underpriced my services, I've got to pay attention to that. Now, if I say, if they say the same question, how much is this going to cost? And I say 500 an hour and they go, Oh, wait, 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 what am I getting for 500 an hour? Now I know I'm at the right price, meaning that's the price that they want to negotiate. Now I can come down from that price if I want to, and that does not devalue me. You'll hear a lot of advice that that devalues you or your service. It does not. Okay. Because each client in a service business is unique and different. Now you should have a fixed price point. Absolutely. You need a fixed price point. However, that doesn't mean you can't be flexible. That doesn't mean you can't discount. That doesn't mean you can't bonus. That doesn't mean you can't do all kinds of fun stuff within that price point. I say to them, okay, 500. They go, whoa, whoa what am I getting for that? And you say, well, this is what you're getting for that. And guess what? They will either say, okay, you, they just needed a confirmation or they'll say it's too much. Now, this is where we get into should you hold rate or not hold rate. Now, should you hold rate or not hold rate really depends a lot on what we're going to talk about in episode six of Markets Matter, but I'm going to give you a preview of it. There is a basic supply and demand model. So if you're doing a service business, the reality is, most service businesses can only provide about 20 hours of service per week on their own. Now, that doesn't mean you can't hire additional people and, and provide some more hours, but most individuals add about 20 hours of especially one-to-one -one work with people, they start to get burnout because it's not easy. It's draining in a good way and draining in a bad way and you need the breaks, right? So you have to understand that your basic inventory is 20 hours per week. If you have more clients than the 20 hours, that's when you can raise your rates because you already have more business. Uh, and, and you can raise your rates for new clients. You can raise your rates for current clients if you give them enough warning. And that may need to be 90 days. We typically give warnings of six months, and that's, that seems to work well 
And also at the end, at the last minute, we give them an opportunity to buy at the previous price. That, that seems to be helpful and works with, that, with them too. Let's say you are booked, you're fully booked, and your average rate of everybody is $500. And that's a, that's a decent business. That means you know, 20 hours at $500 is no small, that's no small business. That means that when other clients come to you, you can say to them, look, I would love to work with you, but I kind of have a wait list. You could either sell the time in the future to them at the, at the current rate, and that is helpful because then you know for sure you have that revenue coming in at a future date. You can even have them put a deposit down, and that can be non-refundable. Or you can look at your customer base and say, look, are there some customers that really, they just don't really need me anymore? Uh, they can do it on their own, and it's probably time for them to leave, and then look at replacing those customers. I did that in my tutoring business quite a bit. I had a waiting list. And so when I, uh, when I felt that the child had all the core concepts down that they needed for this point in time, I would go to the parents and say, look, I have some new customers that want to come in. I think this is an appropriate time for you to take a break if you want to. But if you don't want to, we can have that conversation too. Uh, 90% of the time, they were grateful for that. And then, of course, they would come back later when they needed another chunk of work. So these are the things you have to think about in the service business because your fixed cost in your service business is your time. That's it. That's what the fixed cost is, is that you are going to lose that time. Now, you might have some additional fixed costs on on a service business like marketing services and stuff like that. But for the most part, you don't have to spend as much money on that stuff as you think. Really, in service businesses, you want to focus on delivering the best possible customer service experience that you can have. And then that's when you look at making changes. So let's review. So the key concept is we want to focus on our fixed cost. Very important to include paying ourselves here. That is really the main thing. So I'm going to talk about the first time I did this. The first time I did this actually was with my dad. And uh, I was, you know, I would cut the grass and I realized I got this concept of that, you know, time was more valuable than, than anything else. And my dad was paying me a fee to cut the grass. And I think it was like five bucks, which was fine. I mean, that was a lot of money back then. I, and, but that was the service I was providing. And when I get this concept, I went to him. And my dad was an interesting guy because as long as you had a decent logical argument with, you, with it, with your case that you were building, you would probably get what you wanted. I said to him, I said, look, he said, okay, I want you to cut the grass. I said, you know what? I, I want, I'll do that but the price has to be $10. And he kind of looked at me like I was a little crazy. And he, you know, he said, okay, well, why are you thinking like that? Well, why, how, why, why is the price doubling? And I said, well, I said, I, I have forgot to charge you for my time. 
I'm charging you for the service, but I have not, I'm not charging you for my time. And he said, okay. And I have kept that, as, that's probably the best gift that my father gave me was that experience. He didn't say, you know, screw you, you're my kid, you gotta do it, I don't need to pay you a penny. <laughs> I didn't have that experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm forever grateful for him for that moment because he did actually help me get my thinking straight on that. And I hope that, I hope this episode helps. I, ho- I hope that you understand that if you don't include pain yourself, then really what you're doing is you're, you're devaluing yourself and you don't want to do that because that's going to put you in a low self-esteem state. And, and if you're in a low self-esteem state, when you're doing a business, it doesn't get better. You have to be in a, you know, a neutral, you know, decent self-esteem uh, state of mind, a healthy one, not a high one where you're thinking you're the biggest thing since they invented fire and not a lower one where you think you're just, you know, let me just take scraps. One is to remember, we got to get paid for our time somehow. Now, whether that is, you know, immediate or whether that is a residual effect of what we do, that's something that we are going to explore in the next two episodes. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, join the mailing list. If you'd like to support the show, there's a way to do that at the website and keep your questions coming. I'll integrate them into the show. And thank you again for listening to Do Not Listen to This Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Wilkerson. Don't forget to visit do not listen to this podcast.com. Thank you.